0: Welcome to the Inconvenience Podcast, where we talk about all things convenient. With hosts Frank Beard, ala Bear, and Ernie Harker. Let's get inconvenient. All right, guys, it's been
1: a while. Like, how's everyone doing? It's almost Christmas time, right? Fantastic,
2: yes, man. It is. It is. I know you guys are cold. Down here, it's going to be 20 degrees on the bayou, so... It's gonna be a weird Christmas. Very Twenty cool.
1: degrees is warm. I mean, I think I woke up <laughs> yeah, to yeah. woke up to negative eight, and negative negative thirty-four chill today. Uh, Lovely.
0: It's twenty-five yeah, degrees know. here in Utah, and it's actually feeling pretty good. I would definitely take that. Well, and snowy, any- and super snowy. The mountains are all caked with snow. Oh. It looks like somebody. It looks like God took out a huge powdered sugar duster and just dumped it all over
2: the mountains. It's like a postcard. It's like a postcard. Mm-hmm. It's wow. awesome. awesome. It's oh, gray man. and gloomy here. <laughs> <laughs> well, bad. you're you're
1: down in Louisiana. I'm in Iowa. I, I got to say though, Utah is the most beautiful state in the United States. I've said this a million times. It's like Colorado, but brown, uh, but way more. Just you, you, I don't know. It, it just nothing looks like Utah. Yeah, at all. True, true. Oh, I love it. I'm jealous. But then again, I'm not going outside today, uh, given given the state of things. I had to go grab a package outdoors, and uh, that was enough for me. Had to but bundle yeah. up just to go outside and grab an Amazon package? Oh, no, seriously. <laughs> yeah, the worst thing is taking my dog out. I feel bad for the little guy, but <laughs> Poor thing. I'm, li- I'm like, maybe you need to go to the bathroom sooner and not, you know, try to find the perfect spot every time. It's your own fault. But... So for any longtime listeners here, you're probably hearing a different voice, and this is Ernie Harker joining us. So a bit of a fun update for the podcast, actually. You know, back when back when Al and I started this, uh, it was really kind of to scratch a creative itch and just have a good time. Um, we love talking about convenience stores. We love talking to other people about convenience stores, and we wanted to do something that's a little little rough around the edges, a little more fun, uh, kind of fill a void that we thought was out there. And we had a good time with it, but we took some time off to really reflect and, and see, like, what do we want to do moving forward and it turned out uh you know we started talking to ernie around the same time and found out he was wanting to do something similar and we thought hell let's just put three guys on the podcast we all have things we like to talk about right absolutely and you know, I thought like I mean, Ernie is such a good expert on branding, and you know, just like dives into topics that maybe Al and I, uh, you know, don't always have as much of a viewpoint into. But yet, Al and I have different areas that we have viewpoints into. And I thought there's strength in
0: numbers here, and I think we can make some really killer content with three people. And this sounded fun. True. Oh, it's so I'm so excited. I mean, one of the things that you had mentioned early on was like. Because each of us have different perspectives and we, we look at convenience stores differently. Like Al is like a nut job foodie convenience store guy. Like who the heck eats convenience store food like this guy? And then because, and Frank, I've always appreciated your tech perspective when it comes to convenience stores. So I learn from you all the time. And I'm like, I would just love to be on the show just to listen to you guys let alone participate so when you said let's do a review what was your proposal again
1: yeah it oh for today's episode yeah, yeah you know, today. i was thinking hey you know let's just you know instead of overthinking it let's just jump right in and what we thought we'd do is i mean it's almost christmas time it's almost the end of the year it's a holiday season let's Let's reveal our favorite stores from 2022. Um, I almost said 2023. I'm in that mindset. But <laughs> let's reveal our our three favorite stores of the year, and let's do it almost like we're unwrapping gifts. So, you know, we each do our first one, and then we each do our second one, and then we each do our third one. And the thing is, none of us know what anyone else has chosen here. Um, so we might have duplicates. Yeah, I'm actually kind of curious dun, dun, dun. to see you know, if we do. Um, although knowing owl, Al, it's probably something that's like selling a part from an animal that should never <laughs> yeah. be consumed. So <laughs> I like weird
2: animal parts. They're delicious fried.
1: <laughs> so I don't even know about that. But but, but yeah, I mean, maybe with that, let's just jump right in. And then afterward, we'll catch up a little bit on what we've been up to this year. But I'll just kick it off in no particular order. I'll start with mine. So, all right. First favorite store of the year. And again, these three favorites are in no particular order. It's just what I happen to type first. I think my first one, I'm gonna go with a store called Air Guitar.
2: What? Has anyone heard of this? I love I've this heard already. I've heard of it. <laughs> really? Yep. Yeah, I heard of it. Yes. As yes. Uh, so, as a matter of fact, I think I pitched it to Nax to write a story about it, but I think somebody else was working on it or just didn't fit my little my little segment of what I do for Nax. But yeah. So this is a place down in
1: Gilbert, Arizona. It's basically the Phoenix area, but I know Phoenix is like the size of multiple cities. So uh, it's in Gilbert technically. Now, I don't really entirely know the background on this store. I just happened to go there. But the thing about it is, you know, some some sometimes I always say that In this industry, it almost feels like things are more similar than they're different. You know, we focus so much on these little differences when 90% of everything sometimes feels like it's the same. This place feels totally different. It feels like a breath of fresh air. I mean, you roll up to it. It doesn't even look like a convenience store. Now, there's no fuel canopy, to be fair. It's surrounded by, at the time, there were some new luxury apartment buildings being constructed. So, um, great Great for anyone living there because I'd totally go to this place on a regular basis. But it just looks like a modern building. And you go inside. They've got their own sort of sushi counter where they're making sushi. They've partnered with some local people to do some other food, like some Italian food. I got some sort of what was it? It's was, it was almost like a what was it a teriyaki stir fry of some sort over some rice. Um, the pizza is cool. It's like sitting out on a counter and you just grab a slice, put it in a box But they've got an ice cream section, a coffee section, a lot of food to take home, uh, you know, like vacuum-sealed salmon and different things. But the seating is amazing. I mean, great indoor seating, tons of natural light. You go outside, or maybe you won't if it's in the summer, because I think it was like 105 when I was down there. (laughs) And I still sat outside, of course. But massive outdoor seating with tons of room. And the thing that caught my attention and what you'll like, Al, is the restrooms. (gasps) I love that. Tell me about I, them. I must know. I know you like convenience store restrooms. Well, these. I do. If if my memory serves me well, first off, they're located outside, which you know brought back some memories of times I'd been on road trips through the middle of nowhere in the United States and been given a key on a hubcap or attached to a piece of sheet metal. But this was actually much different than that. It was outdoor restrooms that were nice. So when you would go in them, it almost felt like a concrete bunker with like modern fixtures, which made me think, man, if you got to clean that thing, you could probably just take a hose and just spray it down all at once and then leave. And in the Phoenix heat, it'll take about a whole two seconds to dry. So, um, I actually thought that was kind of clever, but I got to say, like I bought a ton of merch. They had a cool section where the wine they were selling, which could be consumed on premise, which I liked, one section, it, it said, everything here's $15. Another has said, everything here's $30. And I thought that was actually kind of clever. Like, I've never really seen anyone do that. But anyway, Air Guitar. Pulled up on Google Maps. Tons of photos.
0: I don't know if I put mine on there, but... I'm looking at it now. This looks great. Cool store. Highly recommended Very to anyone. Lunch, Do they dinner. have more than one location? Is it just a single, single I place? I think it's just that, actually. Um... Maybe they're going to
1: do more. I hope they do more, Uh, but that's all I'm aware of right now. So that's mine. That is my number one out of this list. Not my number
2: one of the year, but my first out of the list. I like that they sell flowers. I've never seen flowers in the sea store before. That's really nice.
1: I mean, sometimes you need a gift or you got to say, I'm sorry. So
0: it's... uh, we have to say sorry quite a bit.
2: Yeah, I spent a lot of know, time to apologizing. Honest. Yeah, I have a I'm feeling Al right. buys a lot of flowers. I do. I I look. I follow my sword all the time. I'm never right, and that's the key to a good long marriage: always be wrong and oh. be willing to be wrong, even when you think you're right. Yeah, smart man. This guy's wise. Ernie, ask your your brother, who's a marriage and family therapist. Is that not a good plan? I I will have to ask him and report back to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's lasted twenty seven years. I'm I've just never been right, and I'm I'm just fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on I'm on three three years as of October. So nice. All right, <laughs> give up being right, Frank. That's the that's the way to go. <laughs> that's solid advice. It is worked for me. So
0: who's up next, Ernie? Or okay, I, I want to go because I'm afraid someone else is going to take it, and then I I feel like <laughs> a, a me too. Okay, and and I I feel bad about bringing it up because. Yours was so cool and so unique. Mine's going to be like wah wah. Totally expected, but Bucky's, and here's why. I now, if you've ever been to a Bucky's, you look at it. It's just an enormous. There you go. He's got he's got a uh, Frank's got a a coaster for a Bucky's coaster. He's got his merch. But here's the thing: you you pull up to a Bucky's, and the majority of them have these like several dozen fueling pumps. Now, uh, I, I think a typical convenience store, a very uh, a popular convenience store that has a lot of pumps in the industry, might have twenty, maybe thirty tops. So the idea of having like ninety plus, and not and, and none are for uh, uh, off road. I mean, uh, over highway vehicles like the sorry truckers. That's what <laughs> I meant, truckers. Right? None of them are for truckers. Right. Uh, the, the idea now, I, I the first one I pulled up to across the street, and now the, they have a huge lot, so across the street <laughs> was a mini, uh, mini mart that had like maybe three or four fueling uh pumps, okay? Oh, wow, dispensers. And so, here I just imagine being in the boardroom where the decision is made, and it's like, you know what, uh, in order to compete, I think we should have like A hundred (laughs) pumps. And someone goes, I think it's a brilliant idea. Nobody would say that. Nobody would say, okay, now where in the world are these customers going to come from? Because the guys across the street, they have three or four. And we think we're we're going to be successful with 90. This is overkill. This is nuts. But they have the audacity to do it anyway. And that's, I mean, the whole, that I think the Buckys is all about their audaciousness. That's I that. what I love. The spirit of audacity where they're, they're not trying to find best practices at NACS. They're saying, yep. what do we want to do? And we don't care what anybody else is doing. And everybody else wants to go, well, what, what's their model? Their model is like, we're going to be crazy. Do you want to be crazy and follow us? You well, know, speak of at it. <laughs> speaking of crazy, um, I mean,
1: obviously, this has been going around the Internet a lot lately, but you guys have seen the signs that they're posting for what people I don't think it's I don't know if it's a standard pay, but I think it's like what you could make there. Uh, there was one going around Reddit a month ago. Um, I'm looking at it right now is on my Uh, On the subreddit, mildly interesting, which I think it's funny they put it on there. But um, someone took a photo. I'm not sure which Bucky's this was from, but it's saying, okay, so they used to say the Bucky's minimum wage, kind of tongue in cheek, Mm -hmm. because they'd always pay more, you know, than the minimum by quite a bit. But take a look at this. So, food service and car wash, they're saying $19 an hour. Team lead, 18 to 21. Department manager, 23 to 31. And then this is where it gets interesting. Car wash manager, hundred twenty five thousand and up. Food service manager, one twenty five to one seventy five k and up. And general manager, one fifty to two twenty five and up. Four hundred one k, hundred percent match up to six percent. Three weeks paid time off. Use it, cash it, roll it. First year. Healthcare part time available plus an extra two hours and you know two dollars an hour
2: for overnight. I know dentists that don't make that much money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know family practitioners that don't make that much money. It's, uh, you know, but Bucky's,
1: I think it was convenience store news. I want to say, was it earlier this year? I, one of their, um, issues, I think, and don't quote me on this. I think this is what it was. Bucky's had ran some ad on like the front cover that said, are you smarter than your boss? Come work here. Like, <laughs> I love that audacity, right? Like, oh, they are. I love their vibe. They just know they're good
0: and they're confident. Yeah. I love it. I I love everything about that. Anyway, oh, so, so that's that's mine. That's mine. I, I, I apologize if I stole that from somebody. I got a Bucky's Christmas Christmas shirt <laughs> right back do? there in my chair. I see it. <laughs> I probably should
1: have put it on for this, but no, it's great, my I remember the first time I took my wife there. We went to speak at this uh, conference for the Texas, what was it? The Texas Convenience Summit. It was like something small that Texas Food and Fuel did that year. Um she'd never been to a Bucky's. I was like, "Well, we're going down to Galveston. We're going to drive by Bucky's and you're going to you know, she's like, "Oh, I've been wanting to see it." She came out of there with like a stuffed animal, pajama pants, uh junk food, beaver nuggets. Um yeah. they had these these like extra salted like kind of premium beaver nuggets. I mean, I took one bite. It was so salty. I couldn't eat it. I mean, they were good, but I looked at the back and I was like, this is like a salt lick. Um <laughs> like like I could I could say this in a field and cows would come over to to lick this thing. Um they're yeah, their food's great. I mean, I think I've even got some Beaver Buddies in a box up there. It's it's terrible. I I cannot get out of that store for under two hundred dollars. It's sickening. Oh, gee.
2: It's awesome. I got to hear Al. What's what's your what's your first one of the day? Well, it's it's um, gosh, this is it's a lot different than Bucky's and uh, Air Guitar. It's called Hog Heaven Barbecue, <laughs> and um, so Man. Hog Heaven Barbecue's in Flowood, Mississippi, and which is was voted one of the nicest places one of the best places to live in mississippi so if you're thinking about moving out of the coal flow would be a good flow would be a good place so what i love about hog heaven you know what i love about these small operators is is how they they survive they turn on a dime and they 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 figure out what their their little market wants and then they make a bunch of money in it and of course hog heaven barbecue it's it's all about barbecue and um so, the four-lane highway that ran in front of the store expanded to six lanes. Now, down south, that's a huge deal. I know, I know that that highway that runs through uh, Des Moines, God, how many lanes is that, Frank? Ten? I mean, there's a lot of lanes there. I mean, it's yeah. not quite that
1: much, as I say. Uh, as I say, if you want to see crazy highways, remember that road trip we did, you know, going through Texas? I mean, yeah, through Dallas or Houston or those interstate systems.
2: Like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, so the, the folks at, at Hog Heaven, they were trying to figure out a food play, program that would help the store survive. And um, so someone else in town was doing ribs. They said, we can do ribs. So they start doing ribs. And next thing so you know, they're doing chicken. They're doing brisket. Uh, they're doing sausage, pulled pork, the whole thing. And, and people just loved it. Now, what I love about the small stores is they sometimes have to figure out what else can we do. And so this guy decided that, you know, he, he provided meals to the veterans home in town and they loved it so much. Now he's doing this all the time. So he doesn't, uh, he doesn't just have to do the C store thing with the barbecue. He's, I guess you'd call it catering. I suppose it's technically catering goes out and, you know, uh, serves food to the veterans. But I, again, what you love about the small folks is that he said, you know, folks love my wife. You know, everybody likes her. She's friendly. People come to talk to her. Uh, and so his wife is very key to the success of the store because people love her, you know. Um uh, cool. And every plate that they serve in that store is made by he and or his wife. And, and, you know, in these small operations, the thing I hear in South Louisiana and a lot of rural places is that is the love that people put into food. You know, I'll say, why is this so good? What'd you do? Oh, well, it's the love. We love it. Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, you know, uh, all around the South that people, people do love to cook and they love their food. But I I did, I did love the attention to detail uh, that Mr. Puckett and Mrs. Puckett at Hog Heaven Barbecue put into that. So if you're on the road, you go through Flowood, Mississippi, you got to try the barbecue. Yeah. You can't listen to to Al without getting hungry. I know. (laughs) I actually smell the barbecue right now. It's so
0: weird. I don't know how. I'm that- trying to smell it on my fingers. You know when you get a really good barbecue and you get on your fingers and then you wash your hands and still you go. Ah, yes. Mm. Yeah. You
1: know what's funny about this place, Al? I, I looked this up and I was like, Flowood. Why does this sound familiar? I know why it sounds familiar. Uh, the hotel that we stayed at on our road trip in 2017, up to the NAC show, we stayed literally three and a half miles from Hog Heaven.
2: Whoa! Wow. Yeah. Didn't even know that- it existed then.
1: Yeah, we crashed at that like Candlewood Suites and and Flowwood on the road trip up. I remember because I think you went to church and then I went out to go run on a trail because I've stayed at that hotel before and there's a really nice running trail by there. Yeah. And uh, I think you were making fun of me for getting up to run and your what was your words? You're like, uh, I got a lot to go pray for forgiveness for. So I'm go to <laughs> yeah.
2: <church." laughs> I uh, I did a lot of bad things in the '80s, so I'm uh, I I constantly remind God how sorry I am. <laughs> Constantly.
1: Oh yeah, that was that was a good time. But we were literally yeah, uh, I don't know if it was open then, but we should it did. go there. We literally drove right by. We should, be, we should
2: right meet by there it. and try the barbecue. You know? I know. Oh, I'd be down for that. I'm looking at their website and this menu is legit. Uh, I know. Great people. You know, just just good people. And that's that's kind of one of the things I love about what I do for Nax is that you know, I, I told uh uh Kim, the editor of the magazine, I said, you know, uh Gosh, every month I have this love affair with a C store. You know, I just absolutely fall in love with with a C store, and um, and then next month it's someone else. But uh, man, I, this is one of the places I really love the people. I love I love the 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 mindset. I
1: love this menu here. I'm looking at at the breakfast, and they have something called a country pleasing sausage biscuit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I want to find out. Yeah, it's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's gonna be big and it's probably gonna have gravy on it and probably your cardiologists would love for you to eat it and eat you know the best
1: the best places to eat are the ones that take a month off your life so it's uh you can't you can't go wrong there. Oh. <laughs> so well that's well that's our our round one so we've got two more rounds of favorite stores here so let's take a look at our second again these are in no particular order these are just our three favorite stores so uh I got a good one here. So I'm going to say for number two, my favorite is a uh, my my second favorite of the year is a place called Wake Point LBJ. It's in Kingsland, Texas, um, pretty much the middle of nowhere on what looks to be one of those like artificial man-made lakes. I'm assuming that's what it is, because that's generally a lot of what they are up here in Iowa. And that looks very familiar, like they flooded a river. But um, I don't know if it's been too much time in that lake. But think of it this way. Um, if you're coming from Austin, it's like an hour to get out to this place. There's no reason to drive out there unless you're going to the lake. And they've got this massive two-story gas station and convenience store, but behind it, they have a outdoor concert stage. They have a bar, like an outdoor barbecue building, and then they have this massive two-story bar that overlooks a boat dock and has like a bar and restaurant on a massive um just balcony, uh, patio that like extends out over the water. It is, there is no place like this. Um, it's a relatively new store. And, um, so I had an interesting experience. I rolled in, uh, on a tour bus with about, about 40 rowdy Australians. And, (laughs) uh, if any of them are listening, they're going to laugh because they're going to remember they were quite rowdy that night and it was a good time. So, you know, the, thing is, if you're going to a bar with Australians, you're going to have a good time. I've, I've, I've come, I've come to learn this many, many times. And this was no exception. We, we closed this place down, <laughs> grabbed some drinks to go from the gas station, got on the bus. And I think, uh, had about an hour of karaoke <laughs> before we rode into the hotel. It was, it was a fantastic time. Um, the food's amazing. The people at the store are great. And I mean, uh, I wish I could show the photos right now, but when that sunsets, on that lake, I mean, this place is positioned to have a perfect view of the sunset. It is just absolutely gorgeous. Um, it, it is.
2: I've never seen a place like this in my life, and I'm I was at the listening. Website. One of the things that got, and one of the things I love about Southern Sea Stores and small town Sea Stores is this is a really cool looking store. Uh, yeah. And of course, right on the uh, right on their the, the the first page of their website, Sunride Gospel with Alan Ray and Joe Reed, and you know that's that's. <laughs> You know, I bet that draws a huge crowd in uh at this does. place, and and. But you know, you just gotta love this. You know, they. Uh, I'm. I may have to write about this.
1: So you guys will find this interesting. You know, of course, I brought all my camera equipment because when I'm, you know, doing stuff like that, I want to take photos. And I was going around to get some good shots of the sunset. And I'm going up the stairs. Now we had taken over practically this whole patio, and a couple local guys were walking up the stairs and saw the crowd, and they started laughing. And a guy goes, "Man, I guess secrets getting out on this place isn't it?" <laughs> it was kind of. It's like, well, no, we're not from around here, but. Um, You know, it kind of had that that vibe of like this is like a hidden locals thing um, where people probably don't want the word to get out. So it's um, hopefully we're not contributing to that too much here. But I do got to say, like, if you're in the area, if you're in Austin, it is absolutely worth going to this place. It Um, is
2: amazing looking,
1: Frank. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so that's yeah, that's my
0: number two. I just nothing but good things to say about mine is my number two is not a positive one. Uh uh so my I've got eight brothers and uh one of those brothers is way into jeeping going off road going crazy places so he took my twin brother and I to uh southeast Idaho to a um just on a big long crew like a, a like a road trip we went to Gray's Lake it's in southeast Idaho and it's basically it used to be a huge lake and now it's mostly evaporated but on the edge of this lake is a convenience store with the world's best jerky. We're like, oh my gosh, wow. <laughs> we've got to check out the world's best jerky. Well, it's in a motorhome adjacent to a bigger motorhome. And so we go into this motorhome. No one's in there. Uh, there's no, no salesperson in there. And we're looking around and it's kind of interesting because where the jerky is supposed to be on display. Um, it looks like there are bags of cotton balls. okay those are not cotton balls. that's mold oh no on those on that jerky okay okay no now it gets better it gets better. so we're we're kind of going this is creepy. I'm looking at the candy now and the candy like candy bars. I remember seeing the snicker bar The snicker bar has been there so long that the ink, has faded on the candy bar wrapper, okay? Oh my God. Then, gosh. just as we're about to get out of there, because we're like, okay, this is this is gross. Oh, by the way, um, behind the counter, there's like a little glass counter. Behind the counter on the wall is a drying rack <laughs> with jerky drying. And you can see that it's so sauced up that the, the, the drips are like frozen in mid drip oh. on the, the jerky. And so a guy comes in, and he's hey, what can I help you with? And we're kind of going, oh crap, we're caught. What do we do? So we're going, oh, well, you know, just just looking around. And he's like, hey, can I make you a sandwich? <laughs> we're going, uh no. So my brother, my my twin brother goes, okay, I'm gonna get some, I'm gonna get the safest thing in here. So he grabs three, because we have to buy something. Oh, he, yeah. oh! by the way, yeah. hey, do you want to taste this jerky? You want to sample the jerky? So the stuff that's that's drying, that's got, it's coated with liquid, we're like, we want to be nice. It's not moldy yet. So he breaks us off a piece of uh, this jerky, and basically it is, the meat is so dried up, it's crunchy, but it's got this wet coating on the outside of it, Okay. Smoky wet coating on it. So we're like chewing up this crunchy jerky. And then so my brother Grape grabs three ice cream sandwiches from the freezer. We're like, okay, at least we got ice cream sandwiches. As we walk out, we're ready to to change the flavor in our mouth from crunchy, wet, weird jerky to a delicious ice cream sandwich. And every one of these things is so shriveled up and freeze-dried. Uh-huh. That it is just like a crunchy, nasty, freeze-dried ice cream sandwich. And then we took pictures of all three of us holding these ice cream sandwiches in front of the sign that says, World's Best Jerky. And I'm uh-huh. telling you, you guys, <laughs> it was an experience that I will never forget. But it was an un- unforgettable bad experience. Uh-huh. So, you know, I think the thing to do, uh, lesson. if you're an operator and you're listening to this... If there's mold in your jerky, just, you know what? It's really, really easy. Just take those down, you know, hide them, put them in a box somewhere, just because it might persuade your customer to think that you don't give a crap about the rest of your store. So, lesson number one. Oh, that is. Do you guys want some jerky? I can story. send you some. A little
1: different than the jerky at Bucky's, I, I would say. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> that stuff's as fresh as it gets.
2: <laughs> oh, man. That's, oh, that's. that's
1: Al, that makes me, makes me think of that uh, station we went in, speaking of Mississippi, uh, where we're like, hey, the barbecue was pretty good. But then we went in the bathrooms and the door was hanging on a single hinge. And the sink, I'm I thought, that. I thought the sink was just left on. So I'm like, I'm going to go turn this thing off. You know, they're wasting water. Oh no! That was the leak—the leak in the sink. Right, like it was turned on. That's oh, <laughs> like, uh, oh, man. like I don't know. Y'all got a couple of wrenches around here? I mean, I'll tighten this for you. But no, it, it was like, it was the epitome of neglect. I have, I've got some amazing photos of this.
2: <laughs> I remember that so well, so
1: very, very well. I kind of like finding oh. stores like that. That's a great number two, actually. <laughs>
0: Thanks,
1: man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what oh. about you, Al? Well my my second and third are both louisiana stores cuz and again i love the stories um there's a place in um uh oh it's around gonzales it's called prairieville and uh, this guy owns a, a few convenience stores but he wanted to build a C store that would attract women and families to come and eat. So he built a a place called the Oak Grove Market in Prairieville, Prairieville, Louisiana. And what I love about this guy, um Ooh, he nice. um he said, I knew that this this place over here had great chicken salad. And he said, doggone it, I can make great chicken salad. And this other store had great pizza. He said, you know, I can make good pizza. And so, um, actually, um, uh, the folks at Paragon Solutions designed the store, and Uh uh, so he built it. It's very different from his other stores, very upscale if you look at it. And one of the things he wanted to do was, he's he's got Exxon, he sells Exxon gas, but he didn't want people to think of him as a gas station. So the pumps are kind of on the side, so you don't really, when you pass it, you might not realize immediately that's a gas that it's a gas station and um so he built an upscale little gas station Well, it's market he likes to call it a market i don't blame him um in in prairieville louisiana which is not a very huge town but what i love about this guy is some of his ideas you know for instance he does this thing called five dollar friday pizza and so uh it's it. He did it to increase the pizza sales, but what he does is, you know, your choices are pepperoni uh, or cheese, and it just took off. You know, people are, you know, mom and dad come in, they buy pe- specialty pizzas, get the kids the the uh, five dollar pizzas, and everybody's happy. And 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 so he's got all these great ideas, you know, and his chicken salad. You know, in a lot of places, people put fruits and nuts in their chicken salad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not a big deal down here and he and he mentioned that he said you know I just did regular chicken salad and people love it and he does this thing called bake shaked and fried um and he um you know he does he does great baked um like uh, chicken you know he does not fry the chicken he bakes it and so he's always thinking of something different it's very upscale i love how greg patterson um uh, Kind of had a vision that was different from the stores he owned and created the Oak Grove Market because it's very, very cool. Um, and and sometimes you don't expect to see a place this upscale in a little town like Prairieville. So that's that's one of the places. I, I love this. And the other thing he does, listen, if you own a store, this is a really cool idea. Um, every Monday, when you walk in the store, you get a free cup of coffee. Everybody gets free coffee on Monday. Oh, wow. Does not charge for coffee on Monday. And... He 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 uses community coffee, which is the state coffee here in Louisiana. Everybody drinks community. And you know, he said they come in Monday and they'll drink my free coffee, but they'll come in Tuesday, Wednesday, and all the rest of the week and pay for the coffee. And of course they buy other stuff. So just think. I don't know what the you know the cost for a story is on a cup of coffee, but giving that coffee away free on Mondays. Draws people, and I, I love these kind of ideas. And you know, for people who are maybe small operators listening to this now, think about doing something that's going to maybe be a loss leader that's going to pay off uh, down the road in a week or so.
0: Mm, that's an interesting idea. I like that it creates a community of of people. Like you can it you does. can count on it. That's right. it's, it's, it's a repeat. It's not just a promo that that's a flash in the pan. It's like this is what we do. Yeah, and we kind of get behind
2: the, the the locals here. I th- I think that's really cool. So, you know, Ernie, I'm going to bet that there are people who who go there on Mondays for the free coffee, but they buy mm-hmm. something and may not go on the rest of the week. But, you know, eventually those people are going to become customers. Yeah. And uh, I, I just thought this was a great idea. Free coffee on Mondays.
1: You know, yeah. this is really interesting. Like I'm looking at the store on Google Street View right now. And you're right, Al. Like the fuel canopy is not the focal point of the store. It's kind of off to the back, to the side. Um, I mean, what you see from the road and what's against the road is the outdoor seating and right. and big lettering Oak Grove Market. Um, and you're right, I can definitely tell tell that's a Paragon store now. Like, oh yeah, you, their stores are beautiful. They um, are,
2: and you can feel it when you walk in.
1: Oh, and it's got a drive-through. It's got a decent amount of parking. Um, yeah, wow. Someone took a photo of a of a pizza they got from there, and that looks that looks so good. Like, that's what I need right now. It's it's a pepperoni pizza cut into four slices, and it's just light, lightly charred on the top in parts, mm-hmm. which is exactly how I like it. It oh, does not look delicious. like gas station pizza at all.
2: We well, you know what it, Greg what told what me. Cool he stuff. said, "I I didn't want to be a convenience store. I wanted to be a restaurant that just happens to sell gas." Mm-hmm. You know, and so he he really I hate to use the word downplays the uh, fuel side of it, but it's it's not the fuel that 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 he wants to drive it's it's the food and and getting families coming in and he's been very successful with getting families coming in i love the 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 small stores have that the agility
0: right to be able to do, to create an experience that's very very unique and it seems like the larger the organization the more challenging it is to create something that is super unique uh, because a they've got to focus
2: group it, they've got to yep. test it and you know by the well, time they, they put have, it out, they're they're committed to it.
0: yeah, and know? they have to have it in mass. They have to go, okay, how can we replicate this in mass? And then so the recipe ends up being stock. It's or it, or they because if you have 20 stores, how in the world are you gonna get the you don't have the mass to be able to get a supplier right. to get you your recipe? Right. right, But if you have a thousand stores or 800 stores, yeah, you're a big enough uh, customer to be able to give you a customized recipe. But man, if you're a small store, I, I think it's just so you're, you, you have a competitive advantage to be able to cater uh, to a very, very niche um,
2: group and create something highly attractive. And and I think Greg Patterson did it. I mean, I just I just love what he does. I love his attitude. And you know, Greg Greg wakes up one day and says, "I don't like this this chicken salad. Uh-huh. I'm going to change it." He just changes it. Yeah, you know, done. But he's got he's got great food, great chicken salad, and a great atmosphere. Yeah. Well, what's okay. number three for you, Frank? Cool Store. What's number so, three? <laughs> number three. You know,
1: I put a lot of thought into this because. Man, there are a lot of things I wanted to choose, but what you know, what I ultimately settled on was the Foxtrot on McKinley Avenue in Dallas. So, mm. if anyone listening is not familiar with Foxtrot, it's—I don't know if they would consider themselves convenience stores, but they're basically a convenience store, just a much fancier, upscale convenience store. Um, you know, no fuel or anything like that. But I think there's kind of this this new breed of um, sort of market type chains that are raising a lot of money and are, you know, kind of kind of coming out of nowhere. Um, And I think they're best in class. Like they they do this better than anybody, hands down. Um, What I really like about this store is. You know, it's in an area of Dallas where there's a lot of high density residential uh, buildings. So it's the kind of place that you would seemingly walk to quite often uh, to get some food, get some coffee, hang out a bit, maybe grab a few things for home. But what they do really well, other than just the overall aesthetics of it, um, you know, Mm -hmm. the outdoor seating was phenomenal, actually. I spent a lot of time there, Um, What they do really well. And what I think gets missed about Foxtrot a lot is the unique CPG mix that they have inside the store. Oftentimes with convenience stores, to be quite honest, I feel like these guys all sell the same stuff. It's all dominated by the major CPG companies. It's all the same boring stuff that you can get anywhere else. I'm not gonna like get in my car and go drive somewhere because I got a deal on Diet Coke. I can get Diet Coke anywhere, right? You know, or what have you. What I like about Foxtrot is I go in the store and I find things I don't see anywhere else. Um like I <laughs> you know, I'm I'm in there looking around. Not only, you know, do they, and again, they got a lot of their own private label stuff, but everything's interesting. Like they were doing charcuterie uh, plates to go. They were doing, um, you know, even in the beer and wine section, they had these little like alcoholic juice boxes that were really good sake. It's just in a little juice box with a straw, you know, kind of stuck to the side. You got to unwrap it, jab it in. Um, You know, so I brought one of those on our tour bus while we're driving around, but it it was, it was cool. Like everything in there is great. Um, It's merchandised. Well, it's a beautiful store. They have, uh, you know, Foxtrot branded merch you can buy. i would got a couple hats, um, a water bottle, but the quality of the food in there is amazing. So I love avocado toast, probably the most millennial thing I can say, uh, but they do a good avocado toast. Um, what I don't like is when people, like we have we have a cafe I love here in Des Moines. I love everything about it, but I hate their avocado toast because they want to put corn and onions and all these other things in there. And I'm like, no, it should be very, very simple. Just, you know, mashed avocado, high quality bread, lightly toasted, maybe a little sprinkling of salt on the top to give it that extra pop. Uh, it doesn't need to be overly complicated. It just needs high quality ingredients. And Foxtrot does this really well. Um, they even do one where you can get some smoked salmon on it, which is generally what I'm going to go for. But some of the best drip coffee I've had all year came from this store. Um and I, I, saw, I saw this interaction there that caught my attention. So I was talking to one of the cashiers and I was like, oh, I love you guys. I've been to a bunch of your stores in Chicago. I, I'm a huge fan. And he's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I did my training there. Uh, I love those stores. I love working here. You know, he's talking about that. But then I was waiting for my food and I saw... He was talking to a, a gal that had come up to the counter and she bought some snacks. He comes around and he goes, okay, next time you're in here, you've got to buy these and try them. And he points to something that was around, you know, kind of by the counter. It's like, these are so good. You'll love these. Next time you're in here, you got to try these. I was like, he just upsold her on something for her next visit. And, you know, that's a hard thing to do in a convenience store environment. Um, there's just a good vibe about that place. And uh, I I... Yeah, I couldn't have been more impressed. So if you guys get down there, I mean they're not just in Dallas of course, they're based out of Chicago, but I love what they're doing. I this store definitely deserves a top 3 placement.
2: Cool.
0: It seems it seems it's definitely fancy as I think about uh, what cool. Al would Al would go for. He'd be like, "Um, I don't know if I belong here.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I looked at I looked at their website. I'm not sure I belong there, Ernie. I think you're exactly right on that one.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if they have any like you know whole roasted pigs or any uh, <laughs> yeah, anything par- like cheap that. Fried pig, pig pigtails,
2: which is my yeah. new favorite.
1: Yeah, there's not going to be any pigtails there, but I can definitely get you a good avocado toast. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll you know, we'll start there. Shocker, Frank! I've never had that. Oh man! Okay, if um, you know, (laughs) I'm sure I'd take some. Oh, you've
0: never had? You've never had avocado toast? No, I never had. With microgreens? I'm putting this on the list of things you need
2: to eat, Al. I've heard of microgreens, (laughs) though. I don't get it. I mean, why would you want a tiny green when you get big, giant ones down here? You know, our greens are huge. Ernie, come down here. I'll, I'll show you some greens that will just put those to green greens to shame.
1: So I've got Al to drink green juice before, which, again, I don't drink that stuff much. But oh, man, uh, that was I, I love the look on his face when, when he drank it. It was like kill, kill based So you, I'm sure you can imagine his reaction. <laughs> tastes and like then, grass. Well, that's when I got you. To, this is the second time I got him to take a wheatgrass shot once. Um, and I didn't tell him what to expect. His mm-hmm. face. And then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, it tastes like grass. It
2: yeah. tastes he's like, like this is what cattle, this. cattle eat. This is I know. pretty sure what cattle eat, and why exactly. do I have to do this? <laughs> oh, Ernie. Oh, man. Dead on on that one. Yeah, but Frank, yeah that's... Uh, Frank's a super healthy guy. He's a lot of weird stuff.
1: That's my number three. But, you know, one thing I'm going to say about Foxtrot, too, and, and, and here's something that I like about it. Like, anyone who knows me knows that I find loyalty programs to be just about the most boring thing out there. Um, and it's not because there's inherently anything boring about them. There's great ones out there. like look at how Sephora works. I mean, my wife's not going to make a single purchase in that store without having that connected to that points program because right. it actually gives you something you want, which is samples of high-end makeup and you know creams and different things that you want to try before you buy because they're like 90 bucks. And well, if I don't like it, I'm out 90 bucks. It It does what it's supposed to and it works. But oftentimes I think in the C-store industry, everyone's just relying on the major CPG companies to fund the same offers that their competitors are having funded. And it's like, everyone's got a deal on Snickers. Everyone's got a deal on Monster. Everyone's got a deal on this. And it's like, I'm not going to get in my car and drive there for that. Like, let's be real. And then, you know, now they're like, oh, but they're personalized. And I think of like idiocracy when it's like, it's electrolytes. It's what your bodies crave. And I'm like, look, What you're really telling me is you're going to send me a push notification that I don't want on my phone for a diet, a diet Coke instead of a regular Pepsi, because you see that I like that more. Guess what? I'm still not, I still don't care. And I don't want that push notification on my phone. That's my phone. (laughs) Like I I install ad blockers on my desktop to prevent this experience. Why does anyone think I would want this on my mobile phone, which is 10 times worse? So what I love about Foxtrot is I feel like they kind of get this, like they kind of get this They're their app is super functional. And it, like, all right, let's say I'm walking there and I'm thinking I need this avocado toast because I got Al with me, he's gonna love it. We're walking to the store, but we gotta be somewhere. And it's gonna be packed in the morning because this place is awesome, so it's gonna be packed. Well, I can place an order ahead of time with like the guarantees to be ready in like five minutes and I'll just walk in and get it and leave. Like that's super convenient. And more so they, the day I was there, they just launched this new loyalty program. So they're trying to do more like member perks where I've seen like discounts on new sort of private label wine bottles. Uh, Hey, for a member, you get a mm-hmm. discount, you know, I think don't quote me. I think there's like some no corking fee thing. You know, if you're a member, if you wanted to drink it there, I guess I kind of like that. It's, um, I think what what a lot of people who join these things really want is more of the brand and exclusivity and unique things, not just like, hey, I'm going to pass this off to a CPG company to basically sell you ads. Like, that's not what I want for my loyalty. Um, Right. You know, like I would want access to unique things or something special. And, you know, I think they're at least trying to do that. So it's worth taking a look at. But um, yeah, these
0: guys are cool. Check it out when you're in Dallas. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm going to be sh- super short on mine, and it's it's not because I've had an experience this past year, but it's one that I remember most in my oh. whole life. I, was, um, I grew up in uh, southeast Idaho, and there was a Circle K, and there was a Circle K with a asteroid machine. Oh. Those fun. video games, like old school, you know? Um, but I had a friend... That uh, could play. It was like the best asteroid player I I'd ever seen. He was able to earn. You know, if you get a lot of points, if you kill a bunch of asteroids, you get a a, you get credited a ship or a life, right? And they would they would line up at the top of your screen. This dude with a quarter. His his dad was kind of a grumpy dude, and his dad would be like, "Okay, yeah, you can take two quarters." And we'd be like, "And I got two quarters. We got a dollar between you know between us." But we would go to the Circle K, and he would put the first quarter in, and he would line up like 20 ships. (laughs) Then he'd let me play. I'd kill all but like three or four. And then he'd get back on with the same quarter and drive up the ships again. But I tell you what, as a kid, I loved the coffee smell. I loved the hot dog roasting smell. I loved everything about that experience because it centered around this activity that I highly enjoyed. And the reason I bring this up is that it, it doesn't take much to create a really powerful and visceral experience in a store. Now I, I can imagine, like we spent, we spent 45 minutes to an hour in there on 50 cents, right? <sighs> if I was a manager, it would have been super, super easy. Hey kids, you need to get out. Hey kids, you need to get out, right? No, uh, it was a, it was an easy decision, but I have an affinity to that brand, not just that store, to that brand because of this really cool experience as a kid, and you know, as a, if you're an operator listening, what experiences are you giving? That's simple. What are you giving your your audience that is your customer base that is is um, is lasting, is meaningful, is interesting. Because it doesn't... You don't have to do what everybody else is doing. In fact, it's better that you don't. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even drink coffee. But <laughs> I love the smell of it because of that dang <laughs> convenience store. Oh, that's funny. That's so funny. I
2: love well,
1: that. Well, you love the smell that I got here. I just got in from... Where is this? I always like to show whatever we're eating or drinking here from Huckleberry Roasters. It's this new coffee roaster I've gotten into. I just got a... Got a new gush of coffee in. Actually today. It was just roasted a few days ago and uh man this
0: smells so good. Does it smell like, great.
1: <laughs> Hold this... it up to
0: the microphone. Hold up to the microphone. I just want to smell it.
1: Yeah, exactly. There we go. <laughs> oh, <that's
0: right>. Thank <laughs> I mean, you. getting tasty notes
1: of uh big florals, sweet citrus, and melon candy. And the thing is like sometimes when coffee says that you're like, okay, yeah, whatever. No, that's literally what this tastes like. So <laughs> it doesn't it
2: tastes like tea, not coffee. It's amazing. Um, had to, I'll hey. bring us home for it, but it's good. Okay, well, uh, you know, this is a really tough choice. I I love a little store in Leonville, um, Louisiana called the uh, the Country Grocery. Hope I have that right. I I may need to check that out because, uh, but I love the store because they serve chili dogs where you where the dog is optional. That's just a quick oh. one. I I'll, I'll talk. I I'm not sure that that ran. And next this year, it may run in January. But my 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 favorite store of t- 2022 is a new place opened in February of this year called Yabos. Yabos. Y a b b o s, and it's a drive-through convenience store. You literally drive through the store, <laughs> you place your order, and and the girls go get it for you and bring it to you. So. It's, I've, I've, I actually wrote about a drive-thru convenience store many years ago, one in Sulphur, Louisiana. But this place is here in Broussard, just south of Lafayette. And uh, they're killing it. They're just killing it. And the food is amazing. The 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 lady who cooks there, she worked for Piccadilly for like 20, 30 years. So she knows food. Uh, they do plate lunches uh, uh which you know meatballs do very big down here they do shrimp all kinds of great stuff and they they have these cookies and um they're they're sort of like they're not flat there's kind of a mound and so i went there we did our show from there one day and i I counted the chocolate chips and the cookies and i stopped counting at 30 30 chocolate chips and one cookies a lot you know. But <laughs> that's there any what I do. In that? <laughs> I I yeah, I mean it's a lot of chocolate chips. I, I measure po'boys. Boys. If someone says it's a six or twelve inch, I pull out the measuring tape. I measure it. You know, <laughs> just to make sure. So this is really, really good stuff. And they really want to make their mark in the now we have drive through daiquiris here. Do y'all have those in, in Utah? No. Nope. Like no. Nope. Okay, so here in Louisiana, Frank, y'all got those up there and uh I,
1: I mean Iowa? that sounds like a DUI to me. Well, (laughs) that sounds like a DUI.
2: (laughs) In most, it's for the passenger. It's just for the passenger, right? Exactly. That's right. right. So they have two lanes. One is one is for uh, daiquiris, (laughs) and one is to drive through the store. And so uh, they have great daiquiris, and their daiquiris. In a lot of places, people use rum, but they use vodka. But also, they have one that's kind of a high octane. They use. Everclear, which is like 190 proof oh, alcohol, mm-hmm. and they were voted this brand new store was voted uh, the top three, one of the top three daiquiris in Acadiana, which is our region here. So I love Yabos. Uh, size matters. They have chicken tenders that are as big as your hand. I've got a picture of a guy's hand right next to an order of chicken fingers. They're huge. I mean, huge. And they've got there's They've got a dipping sauce. And um, he said, we want it to be better than Cane's. Cane's is very well known for their dipping sauce down here. And look, they killed it on the dipping sauce. I love everything about Yabos. I, I love the the food. I love the plate lunches. They uh, they do a burger. It's called a Boudin burger. And, and Ernie, what Boudin is, eh, Frank's eating it. Uh, of course, I never know if I told him what was in it. But Boudin is, a, is, a, is an interesting mixture of rice, uh, pork, and, and some more, what I like to call, exotic meats. And it's it's all shoved into a, a sausage casing. And so what they do at Yabo's, they make a patty out of that, put it on top of a hamburger patty, and you have an amazing burger. You and really it's too big to put in your mouth. You have to eat it with a knife and a fork. So mm. Yabos is is my uh my favorite store of the year. It's named after it, the, the term is in the movie Hocus Pocus. So if you've seen Hocus Pocus, mm. uh, you know, you've seen Yabos. And these three guys that own it. Never been in the C-store business before. One's an engineer. Um, and uh, let's see. I forgot what the other two guys do. But, but I think the other ones I think two of them are engineers and one of them is an entrepreneur. But never been in the business before. Just decide, hey, we're going to build a store and you can drive right through the store. I, I, I love that
0: idea. And I, I appreciate how you described exotic meats to describe unknown meats. Thank you, Ernie. I just didn't want to you upset know- Frank. Yeah, it's like oh, a where this where did this meat come from? Doesn't matter. It's exotic.
2: Oh, then I'll have that. Yeah, Frank ate boudin at a at a little place in Eunice, Louisiana, called College Junction Mudbugs, and he liked it. I think he liked it. huh, Frank, that food should not have tasted that good. We'll put yeah. it that way. <laughs> it- exotic meat. Uh, You know,
1: when I hear exotic meat, that's usually just a sign that I I should just don't ask questions,
2: (laughs) right?
0: Just
1: just go with it and just accept whatever you're being given because you probably don't want to know. But it was it was good. Like, I I mean, I, I totally joke that I mean, I've like lost a year of my life eating at that place. But again, like. That food was over-engineered to just an nth degree. Like every little detail was considered of it, on it. It was just absolutely incredible. Um, I can see can see why why people like it. But you know, I'm looking at this place on Google Maps. You're n- you're not joking. Like you drive your car through the store, and the I'm looking it. at a street view image of a car pulling out, and there's two more already lined up inside the store. Like this place is busy.
2: It's very very busy. Oh, let me tell you this. So uh, cool. If you have, if you're a, if you're an individual owner of a station, let me tell you what happened at Yabos. So they open up, and a TikTok influencer who happens to live in, um, in in, um, Lauroville. That's where that's where the country grocery is, Lauroville. Sorry, I got that wrong. So this in, TikTok influencer, it's called Brit's Cooking. She went through Yabos, and she's a beautiful young lady. She's got a Cajun accent. And she said, hey, I heard about this station that you can uh, you drive right through it. So she drives through it, and she orders, and then she, she got crawfish. Yabo's has great crawfish. So uh, she takes the crawfish home, and she does a video on how to peel the crawfish, and she eats crawfish. Well, th- the store was deluged with business. Um, they sold 350 cra- uh, pounds of crawfish, if I'm not mistaken, in one day. That's a lot of crawfish. I mean, 300 pounds in a day. He said that they order food for a week. They ran out of food and had to reorder. There were so many people came from TikTok. So if you're not using social media, if you're not on TikTok, uh, you need to find someone who is. Find an influencer because it can really bring people to your store. They were stunned. They had only been open a a short time, and they were just not ready for the volume of business that they got uh, from this this influencer on TikTok. And uh, she's amazing. And she did a beautiful job with them and kind of put them on the map. So I think that's one of the reasons they're busy, because uh, the owner told me said, or the manager said, there were people who live right down the road who didn't know Yabos existed. But because of that TikTok video, they were swamped with customers. is Is this
1: a thing, though, in your area, drive through stores? Because I went with you, what was it, an hour away from there or something, uh, Double double, double G Beverage double,
2: Barn? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the only one, other one I know of in the state, that I mean, it's a one and cool, Yahoo. It's a cool
1: idea, really. Great I mean, drive, concept. I mean, so so many business. I mean, look at the entire QSR industry. Uh, I mean, they yeah. just kill it on drive throughs and I love this idea that you drive your car through the convenience store, and it's, it's just kind of <laughs> Not fun, drive too. up. It is yeah. really
0: literally drive drive through the through. store. There's store on the left, store on the right.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean they've but got like want- digital signs and everything, like you know, aimed at the car. And I mean this this is wild. This place, and, is you know, cool. the
2: cool thing, you never have to get out of your car. You know, they pick up all your stuff mm-hmm. for you, and uh, and I mean you can you know drive through and get a daiquiri to sip on your way home. Uh, <laughs> of course, you're not supposed to open them. Of course, no one in Louisiana would open up a daiquiri from a right. drive through because we're all law abiding citizens.
0: Of course, of course. You know what? You know. Uh, you, when you mentioned the um, the social media aspect of it, um, of of promotion, it is such an undervalued, under tapped resource. Now, because yes. I think what we t- typically do is we think huge. We think yeah. the big influencers, yeah. and most of these small influencers. You know, if you if you can find someone that has like five thousand followers, ten thousand followers, these are not the million. Don't don't waste your time on the million million uh, followers. They're highly expensive. They want cash. But if they're a local person and they have like 10 to 10 to 20,000s followers, they're highly likely to be interested in doing a trade. Yeah. Or very low dollar value. So, um, don't undervalue the uh the the up and coming social media influencer who is trying like crazy to commercialize their uh their voice. You're right on that though. I mean, it's, it's
1: quality over quantity. Um, you see so many examples where someone gets excited because they go viral online and they get absolutely nothing out of that. You know, it's, it's just, you're just another thing that someone's thumbing through as they're flipping through their, their feed. And you know, that little (laughs) dealing with, it's just another piece of the attention factory in a sense. But a lot of these local influencers, though, like they know people in town, like they're plugged into people who are going to shop there, you know, who actually kind of care what they think about things. It's you're right. It's it's totally different. I, I mean, you get someone with five thousand people in your community, uh, that's that's a totally different story. In fact, you deal with people like this all the time on the news, don't you, Al?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, you know, you kind of live and die by social media in, in the TV business. Everything's got to be posted because so many people unplug. They cut the cable. They've unplugged. They've they got rid of satellite, and they get a lot of they get their information on a device, usually a phone. So you have to be everywhere. We we, we live stream our show, but, uh, you know, people are on their phones. We hope they'll access us for other information. But, yeah. The other thing, Ernie, you know, talking about that is that I think a lot of people, small individual operators, don't utilize Facebook. And when I was at the, uh, the corner grocery in Laurelville, um, she said during the pandemic, you know, there was, you know, all this, and there still are supply chain issues, But if they would get, like, uh, an item in the store, she would post it on Facebook, and people would rush down to the store to buy it. And so, and and Laurelville has 700 people in it. It's a tiny little town. But people were paying attention to to Facebook in this tiny little town. And uh, when she posted something, man, they came, the customers came. So even if you're in a small town, don't underestimate, uh, you know, what your customers are doing or watching. Because I got to tell you, when you drive through Laurelville, there's not much there. It's a wonderful place, but only 700 people and, and you know, the people the store, they're communicating with them on Facebook. Uh, you know, I always tell people, something happens every day in your store that could be a post and post every single day. Uh, but especially during the pandemic and especially now that we have supply chain issues still down here, you know, you know, when you have a, a inventory, you know, post it and it'll 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 be bought. Oh, yeah. Well, dude, you guys, this has been super, super fun. Yeah, yeah you guys absolutely. are great.
1: So a couple things we'll just flag if anyone's still with us right now. Um, Quick reminder, you can find us on practically any podcast platform. I mean, we're on Spotify, iTunes. We basically send our podcast to everything we can. So you know, feel free to subscribe, rate us, like us, uh, leave all those good comments. It helps us stand out. Um, But again, search for Inconvenience Podcast, I-N-Convenience Podcast. And yeah, stay tuned for 2023. We're going to put out a lot more content, have a good time. Uh, But this this has been fun. So yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: tune in and uh, we got more coming. See you next time, guys. See you you next next time. time.